And we are live. Welcome to the Tripod World Cup punting preview. And of course, it is the World Cup final this weekend, as well as the third place playoff. What a tournament it's been. I've got to say this tournament's lived up to everything I hoped it could be, as good as I've ever expected, as good as any tournament I can remember. And we have got one hell of a final to cap it off as well. Dead even in the odds. We're going to talk all about that and our angles. And although I'm not joined again by Tom, as I told you last show, he is uh, living it up in Vietnam. He has kindly recorded his thoughts on the two semifinals we watched the last couple of days. And of course, to the big match ahead. We've got Tristan's thoughts as well from a bookie perspective. And Tristan was hurting a little bit after the semifinals because the expected results came home. So unlike the weekend where there was a bit of havoc played in the quarterfinals, we got pretty predictable results in the semis. Argentina and and France comfortably progressing. At least that first part of the equation was good for us because it brought home our $7 World Cup combo market. We had to wait two months and three World Cups to get this one home. So if you did follow, if you're in the tripod group, if you follow the page, if you watched uh, World Cup, what do we call that? Rugby League World Cup radio, I think it was, with Clarky gave this out in the very first show. Australia to win a World Cup, most likely the Rugby League, which they did tested a little bit in the semi-final. We always were going to need a little bit of luck to go away in this one. England to make at least one final. Realistically, England had a chance to make all three World Cup finals, I think. Obviously, just missing out in the Rugby League. They not only made the cricket, they won it. And then we know they fell short in the quarterfinals. But to France, who are in the big dance in the World Cup. And that's okay because we got a South American side into the World Cup final. Could have been Brazil or Argentina, both same sides of the draw. And of course, it was Argentina who has had a strong campaign rebounding from losing their opening match. And they got us through to kick off a $7. So if you had a win on that, then give the video a like. You can celebrate uh, with us all together. We don't even have to wait and see what happens in the final. We've already had a winner. Of course, 26 to 1 that I tipped pre-tournament went down by one leg being Spain. Uh, let's talk about the two semis quickly. I've got a video here from Tom, so I'll give him the first word on this, on how he saw the semis and what he picked up from them. I'd also like to hear what you guys made of them. Hello, Tripod fam. It's uh, Tom uh, coming to to give a semi-final uh, review uh, as well as the final preview. But first, we'll start with the semi-finals. Uh, both Argentina and France, uh, two really good wins in the end. Um, I think Argentina's win was probably more impressive. Uh, I think most people thought France would get past Morocco quite comfortably, and they did in the end. Uh, whereas Argentina, you know, they hadn't really played uh, amazingly so far this tournament. Um, but, you know, that performance uh, by them was a really good performance. Uh, it looks like the type of team who are trending in the right direction at the right moment in the tournament. Um, Three goals, uh, clean sheet, Lionel Messi with uh, another fantastic performance. Uh, it's hard to see um, him not winning player of the tournament, in my view, regardless of the result in the final. Um, so yeah, really good result for Argentina. Uh, I think they're going to take a lot of confidence uh, from that performance. Um, my concern with Argentina uh, before this tournament and uh, during the tournament was perhaps that they were a bit over-reliant on Lionel Messi still. I think they still are obviously very reliant on him, but you know Alvarez has shown, uh, as well as a few other players, they've shown that they can step up and really uh, come through uh, when it matters. And uh, yeah, it was really impressive to see Alvarez step up uh, for Argentina. 
In terms of France and Morocco, uh, yeah, I was surprised uh, to see Theo Hernandez uh, get the goal. I think he's been a bit of a weak point for France, so good for him to get the goal. Um, Morocco, I think, you know, in the end, they just ran out of legs. Um, it was always going to be hard, and I think Jacob probably picked uh, what ended up happening, uh, but probably just got it a game later than what we thought it would happen. So we thought after that Spain game, they'd struggle to back it up against Portugal, but they managed to, and they've eventually run out uh, against uh, France, and that's where it's uh, come unstuck. But, yeah, really impressive uh, performances by France and Argentina, and uh, onto the big dance. Thanks, Tom. Uh, apologies for the background noise there. He's on the side of the road somewhere, but there was a little bit of background music for you. I hope this video doesn't get ripped off the live stream. I have honestly had that happen before. I've done a live video and we've had some audio playing that we didn't have the, the rights to and the the technology, the code or the algorithm out there so is so sophisticated, it actually ripped us straight off the airway. So hopefully that won't happen. It was pretty muffled, but I'm hopefully, hopeful that you got uh, Tom's message there. And my thoughts on the semis as I've got the scores on the screen. Yesterday, Argentina 3, Croatia 0. Did tip it in the group, Argentina to win in 90 minutes, $1.88. And you could have copied that off me on Dabble as well. Argentina got their fourth penalty of the tournament. There's a little bit of a talking point. Certainly conspiracy theorists saying that Messi's team is getting all the favors. I think fourth is right. I know Messi had one save. I know the opening goal was a penalty. Opening goal in this game was a penalty. Now, this is debatable. I'd love to hear what you guys think. For me... I think very harsh, arguable, but for me, not a penalty um, because they're getting through on goal and the keeper comes out to challenge a shot. And I think the keeper stands his ground. And then the striker, after pushing the ball past the keeper, he's not trying to get past the keeper. It's basically an attempt on goal. He's going the opposite direction, then collides into the keeper. It's always a funny one when, when a striker runs into a defender or runs into a keeper. And if I didn't feel like the keeper moved his line... I'm not sure it's a penalty. Anyway, it gets given to Argentina. It does make me think the first penalty they got in the group stage was questionable too. So certainly people are saying that um, they seem to get all the calls. And not only does Messi slot that penalty coolly, but then the second goal Argentina gets is a breakaway where Alvarez runs about 50 metres. Now he does get to the box and the ball ricochets a couple times, bounces back to his feet and he finishes. And, and if you want to say that that penalty call really hurt Croatia and changed the game, I actually think that the Croatian keeper hesitates on coming out to challenge Alvarez for the second attempt because he was already on a yellow card and he kind of just stood his ground to make sure he couldn't be judged a foul and was just a foot away from being able to save the ball or get in front of it. And Argentina's up 2-0 and Argentina pretty much cruises. Alvarez, in fact, gets a second one in the second half and Argentina wins 3-0, which reverses the scoreline that Croatia dispatched them in the 2018 World Cup, funnily enough. And doesn't Messi look as good as ever? Now, this morning was France 2 beating Morocco nil. And what I will say about Morocco, um, in some ways they are the World Cup winners already. Getting to the semi-final, the teams that they've beaten along the way, the performances um, and, the, and the inspiration they've played with. And if you didn't see this match, you'd say, oh, yeah, that's a very predictable result. But Morocco were completely in this match, despite having forced changes, despite having players playing hurt and players that had to come off. You got a goal five minutes in. I've got to mention that because Argentina scored 34 minutes in, which put us right around 50-50 to hit our $3.50 mixed matchup style tip, which was fastest goal of the semis to be scored by Argentina. Well, France knocked that off five minutes in. Very first chance. Moroccan defender misjudges the through ball, gets turned by Graysman, 
and they still could have cleaned it up. A couple of shots get blocked, and the ball just falls to Hernandez, who has a pretty tidy finish past the keeper, acrobatic. Um, that was the story of this game. Ball bouncing around in the box, France gets to it and scores. That's how they got both their goals. Whereas at the other end of the field, Morocco created just as many chances, ended up in the France penalty box just as often, had plenty of times where the ball was pinballing around and there's a skirmish in there, and it just never fell for Morocco. Best chance they had was a bicycle kick. I think you've got to give credit to the French keeper, Larice. Might have got fingertips and pushed it onto the post. But several other times, Morocco worked their way into the, the French box, had opportunities. It just never fell for them. They never got that clean look. Um, and... Yeah, I think they deserved more. I think you could honestly say they deserved more Morocco. Uh, I would have probably just gone Argentina to outscore France for a traditional mixed matchup, but what I was worried about would be Morocco running out of legs towards the end, and France is so deadly on the counterattack, and that was interesting in this game. Once France scored so early, they seemed pretty happy to just sit back, sit behind the ball, and with that electric pace that they got um, Mbappe, obviously, and Dembele, it's like they're happy to play counterattack football. And that's against a team that they should be superior against in Morocco. So I wonder if they're going to employ those same type of tactics when they play Argentina. Of course, we will look ahead to that one. Uh, but I'd like to know your guys' thoughts as well. But we do give a salute to Morocco. Of course, these sides have not played their last games because we do have a third-place playoff to look forward to. But before we do a mini preview of that, I'll put up some of your comments on the screen. And I will also get Tristan's thoughts on how the semis went from a bookie perspective and his look towards the final. Hello, Putters Tristan from Top Sport here, and we move into the final of the FIFA World Cup. Where the semi-finals had two favoured options proceed through. I guess throughout the course of the tournament, there were a few upsets, so wouldn't have surprised if uh, either Argentina or France uh, got upset in the semi-finals. But both the uh, the two superstar teams got in there, and uh, it's going to be an absolute epic final now. Where the after 90-minute market sees both sides around about the dollar 90 mark, and the regulation sees both sides around about even as well so it should be an absolute fantastic final obviously the messy storyline is there uh, we've got the French side which has been absolutely dominant all event apart from obviously the game where they arrested a number of players against Tunisia so two absolutely informed teams leading into the final the betting on the whole World Cup has been fantastic there's been a lot of bets throughout the duration a lot of extra markets bet into uh, it's been really enjoyable, even considering the time zone probably wasn't ideal for Australian audiences. But uh, the other market that will come down to this is Messi um, and the uh, and, and Mbappe for the Golden Ball, uh, the best player of the tournament, where it would appear Messi probably has that one wrapped up after a stunning semi-final performance. So obviously the big uh, multi at $7 with all of the three World Cups paid off when the South American side Argentina made it to the World Cup uh, final. So congratulations to everyone who got involved there. If you're having a bet on the on the final, make sure you do it responsibly, enjoy it, and hopefully we get an absolutely fantastic event uh, over the weekend. Thanks, guys. And the day before the final takes place is going to be the third-place playoff where Croatia meets Morocco. Croatia 2.30, the draw 3.50, Morocco 3.10. Now, I will say third-place playoffs are bloody tough to predict in any sport. Some sports don't even have one. You think about... Well, what about the Olympics? You've got to give a bronze medal. Well, if it's boxing, you lose your semifinal. Both losing semifinalists get a bronze medal. They don't make the losers fight off again for bronze. Um, we just had the Rugby League World Cup. That would have been a cracking third-place playoff, New Zealand against England. I would have loved to see that match, but those teams don't want to play it. You're so heartbroken after losing a semi. You want to go home. Uh, but the FIFA World Cup has always had a third-place playoff, and so the big thing is which side's going to dust themselves off, pick themselves up, and go again. And I can make a case for both sides, really. For Croatia, 
Do they want to finish this World Cup on a high note? It's kind of like a farewell to an amazing generation because they went all the way to the final last World Cup and then they exceeded expectations yet again here. And of course, they they lost their final game of the last campaign. They can finish this campaign with a win. It is so, as as well as Morocco has done, we can't understate the achievement of Croatia in back-to-back tournaments now, a country with a population of 4 million people. And here they are again, and their favourites to finish third, and they got all the way to a semi-final. Uh, so that would be kind of their case, as well as, once again, the same thing we've said about Morocco, three games running now, I think, or at least two games running. Uh, have they got anything left in the tank? If, what's the scenario with the injuries? How many players are going to be good to go? However, you could also make the counter-argument that Morocco has been a more impressive football team throughout the course of this tournament. These sides met. They were in the same group, and they met in the opening their opening uh, group match. It was nil all. I would actually say Croatia had the better chances, but if you're talking about the whole tournament, uh, I would say Morocco's probably impressed me that little bit more and maybe that little bit more inspired because it's such a huge achievement for them to be where they are, whereas maybe this Croatia side have been here before, so they're not as excited. So it really just comes down to who's going to have more energy, more motivation, uh, and who's got the troops to get through. Because obviously Croatia is a slightly older side. Uh, I don't have an official play on this, and Tom didn't have anything for it. So let's move to the final. And I want to hear what you guys reckon as well, if anyone's got any bets they're suggesting or any bets they're riding. This is as even as it gets. This is Argentina-France, of course. Argentina um, are searching for their third World Cup, as are France. But France won it last time, so they're searching for back-to-back uh, trophies, whereas Argentina haven't won it since 1986. And the odds are as even as you can get. Argentina 280, the draw 305, France 275. And if you're betting to win the actual World Cup, which could occur in 90 minutes, 120 minutes, or could be via the dreaded penalties, uh, that is basically $1.90 each side. Toppy might have $1.89 France, $1.91 Argentina, but that's as close to take your pick as you can get. Argentina pre-tournament was about your $7 mark and France round about the six. Of course, Argentina's odds did shoot out to tens. As I said before, when they lost the opening game, a team has won a World Cup after losing an opening game in 2010. That was Spain. So Argentina could be the second side to do that. Let's get a breakdown from Tom in terms of how he sees this matchup. And yeah, the final, uh, Argentina versus France. Uh, before the tournament, I had France and Brazil. Uh, so Argentina, uh, France, I don't think I was a million miles off. I did have a South American team making the final. So, um, well, sorry, I had a South American team winning the whole thing. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty happy with how that's turned out. Obviously, I would have loved to it to have been a bit different. Would have loved it to be uh, England and Brazil or something like that. But uh, here we are. Um, I think Argentina uh, should be favourites for this match. Um, I'm surprised by the odds. I actually thought France would be uh, heavy favourites just because I feel like there's a lot of love for the French uh, team. Uh, so, yeah, I think my lean would be Argentina. I think some things in football and sport are just written in the stars, and I think Lionel Messi going out um, with a championship um, on the world stage would be would be the most fitting thing ever. It would be the most beautiful ending to um, a fantastic career. I think Lionel Messi is the greatest player ever, uh, regardless of you know the result here. So um, I really want to see him win it. In terms of the game itself, I think it's going to be uh, it's going to, it's, been, it's going to be a bit of a hard one to uh, pick how it actually goes because I think 
there's every chance the South American side are going to try and make it an absolute brawl uh, and make it, you know, a really hard game for the French to, you know, get their flair and tactics across. The thing with uh, knockout football in the last 20 years is, is generally when it's come down to it, the European sides have had the South American sides. So I think Argentina are going to have to be uh, smart with how they approach it. I think the way that they've been playing this tournament, um, you know, they've been pretty good defensively, aside from that first game. And even then, I don't think they were that bad. But I think Argentina are trending in the right direction. I do think the French have too many injuries. I know they've been able to get by, but at some point, your luck is going to run out. Argentina haven't really lost many games in the last two years. In fact, they've only lost that game really against Saudi Arabia. There's a reason why they keep winning. It's because they're a good side. Um, Lionel Messi is just the, you know, cherry on top. So I think Argentina win. I hope Argentina win and uh, enjoy the final, guys. There you go. Tom's with Argentina. And he's talking about historical context of this game, calling Messi the greatest of all time. Now, sometimes I worry, are we a prisoner of the moment? Are we always going to be biased to the players that we've seen live or as we've grown up? But in terms of the debate of the greatest footballer of all time, for years it was always kind of a debate between Pelé and Maradona. Uh, obviously, Maradona being Argentinian legend as well. And now I think Messi's kind of put himself in that debate, in that conversation. But Pele's won the World Cup not once, not twice, but three times for his country, Brazil. Maradona won it the last time that Argentina won it, which was 1986, made the final again in 90. Messi hasn't won a World Cup. So I do feel like for terms of legacy and history and historical context of the game, he does need to win this to truly kind of stamp his reputation, his resume of being... Uh, considered the greatest of all time. Obviously, we hear GOAT all the time, but um, and you can't take away from anything Messi's done kind of in his career. And it is a team sport. But at the end of the day, people still, you know, reward winning at the highest level. I'm wearing a Barcelona shirt to tribute Messi as well, the club that he's done most of his damage and he's got an impeccable record there. And I just wanted to say something else about Messi as well. Does everyone realize that he actually retired from international football six years ago in 2016? If people can remember back then, Argentina lost the Copa America Centenario final to Chile on a penalty shootout. Messi was one of the unfortunate players to miss a penalty. He was under immense criticism that he could not deliver a trophy to his country. Argentina had not won any major tournaments while Messi had been playing. Of course, they'd lost the final of the 2014 World Cup in extra time as well, and he'd never won a Copa America. Now, he did turn that decision around just a few months later, and I know there's people that don't like Messi, and maybe there'll be some commenting now, but um, people will say that's overdramatic that he retired and then came back. And I always think it's just crazy that there's people that hate on Messi, and then there's people that hate on Ronaldo, who's been the other superstar of the last you know decade and a half. It's like you don't need to bring one down to make the other one look good. We, I think we can just admire and appreciate and enjoy both. Uh, and I would love to see Messi get it done personally because he unretired a few months later, I guess once the emotions wore off, even though he was devastated that he couldn't deliver that trophy to Argentina. And in fact, last year, he got the monkey off his back to some degree. Argentina beat Brazil in the Copa America final. They went on an unbeaten streak. That was snapped by Saudi Arabia, but that's their only loss in the last two years, as Tom said. And now he has a chance to get reach the pinnacle of the sport and lift the trophy for Argentina at age 35 in the 2022 World Cup. And I spoke about Golden Ball just a few days ago, and I gave you guys, I think, pretty sound advice. I said I didn't understand why Mbappe was favorite for the Golden Ball. If you think Mbappe is going to win player of the tournament, back France to win the tournament because I think they'd need to win it 
for Mbappe to win it, right? And France was paying more than Mbappe. If you think Argentina is going to win the World Cup, I said back Messi for player of the tournament because if they win it, they're definitely going to give it to Messi. And even if Argentina are runner-up, they might still give it to him. And I think at this point, Tristan touched on his performance yesterday. He's come up clutch in these knockout matches. It was awesome in the quarter. Um, man of the match performance in the semifinal as well. Mbappe has set the league on the, the tournament on fire, but I have to say some of his most outstanding performances were probably earlier in the tournament. I don't feel like they rode Mbappe to necessarily beat England. I thought others stood up, and even you could say the same today. And I think France could win the World Cup, and Messi still, I think, to be honest, I'll go as uh, bold to say Messi's name's already on that trophy for Golden Ball. So I think if you played it that way, Messi at 225 three days ago when I said that would be how I'd play Golden Ball. I think that was sound advice. Now let's look at this matchup. 2018, I think the first game that a lot of people are going to look to and maybe want to talk about is the last time these sides met in a World Cup game, which was four years ago in the knockout round, in the round of 16, in fact. I mentioned before Argentina lost to Croatia in 2018. That meant they didn't top their group and they collided directly with France in the second round and it was 4-3 to France, and there were some worldy goals in that one. I think Di Maria for Argentina, Pavard for France. Well worth chucking on the highlights just to relive that one. But I think the scoreline suggests it was a little closer than it was. I think, I can't remember if Argentina opened the scoring, but they were up 2-1 at one stage and could have sprung the upset. But France scored the next three goals, and France were in control, leading the game 4-2 for the final 20 minutes before uh, Argentina did nick one in extra, in golden uh, sorry in injury time so France got through comfortably enough despite the fact that Argentina did did jag a couple of goals the, the thing about that matchup was yes Argentina had Messi and yes Messi is 4 years older but the rest of his team is better this time around whereas I really believe that 2018 France was superior now I picked France in 2018, watching the World Cup. I thought that was their stronger side, and I thought that was a side ready to win it back then. And I really didn't want to pick France this time around. I thought too obvious to pick the holders. Plenty of other people will do that. Not all their best players are here. Some of the other guys that were awesome four years ago, like Griezmann, they're not the same player. I've to a degree, I've been proven wrong. I still think when you can make a final and you kind of you had to beat Poland and Morocco in three of your in two of your three knockout phases, that's quite lucky. Legit win over England, but again, I'm going to say it for the English fans out there and anyone that backed England like me, England should have easily won that. I I've still am not convinced that, that France were better than England. Just think that they took their chances on the day. So, look, I am still, you know, I'm still here saying I don't know if France are the best team at the tournament. Um, if they go ahead and and, dis, and dismantle Argentina, they'll certainly prove me wrong. Uh, but that's the reason why I am going to also tip Argentina like Tom not just because I want to see them win. To me, they're the stronger side, and I think they're ready. There's a side note that I thought I should mention because it was in the headlines today that Benzema could actually come back from Spain where he flew home um, after being ruled out for the tournament. Because France didn't replace him in the squad, he could join the bench. I don't see that as a factor that changes the match. I feel like it's highly unlikely Benzema would come on, even if he has recovered from his injury. And if Benzema's playing in this match, you really know that France are probably down two goals and just throwing on an extra striker. So didn't see that as a factor, but people could say, oh, what about that? Um, as I say, yes, Messi's older, but the, you see how much work the rest of the team does around him and how much they worship him and how much they want to win it for him. And I also think that if France does play that counterattacking style that we've seen them play where they invite pressure, 
like they did against England and against Morocco. Argentina's got, you know, as much class as anybody to take advantage of the opportunities. And like England had quite a few opportunities to score as well as the two penalties. A lot of good opportunities to score against France just couldn't do it. And so did Morocco. So we know Argentina will get chances to score and I'd kind of back them to to take one or two when they really need it. So my tip is going to be uh, Argentina lift the trophy. $1.92 on dabbles, best odds I can see. $1.91 on toppy. You might be able to do something with that. Ladbroke. So pretty much pick them across the board. Uh, love to hear what you guys reckon as well. But that's that's the end of the pod, guys. And that's the end of me for 2022. So I want to specifically thank Tom for joining me through the FIFA World Cup pods, Clarky for the Rugby League World Cups, of course, Matthäus throughout the NRL, Jeff and Dan, admin, all the work they do, Barney, Nettie, Matt, the undertaker. We've got to thank sponsors, Tristan and Top Sport, most of all, um, and especially everyone who has followed along, so especially you guys, anyone that's followed or supported in any way. If you want to say thanks to the pod, all we really ask is... Um, you can hit subscribe on YouTube. You can hit, hit subscribe and review on your pod player. You can drop a like or a comment. I hope you guys all enjoy the final. Have a great holiday period. It's been a privilege to bring you everything that we have this year. And uh, I will see you all in 2023 in one form or another. Take care. Punt responsibly as always. And Lego.